Welcome back. I am your host, Dr. Jay, and you're listening to The Attitude Zone. First of all, thank you for coming back. Thank you for subscribing. Please tell your friends and family. Let them know about The Attitude Zone and encourage them to subscribe. Don't forget to share it also on your social media accounts. But today's episode is Attitude for Altitude. I'm sure by now you've heard the popular quote, your attitude determines your altitude. I'm not sure who coined the phrase, but I do believe it's true. So let's examine this subject. One of the best examples of the right attitude comes from a movie that I saw a few years back. The character of Jim Carrey in the movie Dumb and Dumber. He is interested in some lady and he chases her and chases her. And he finally has the courage and says, you know, just be honest with me. Is there a chance? And the lady looks at him, you know, dumbfounded and says, well, you know, it's, it's like, is it one in a hundred, one in a thousand? And she goes, it's more like one in a million. And Jim Carrey's uh, character gets so excited. He says, yes. He shouts and says, yes. So you're saying there is a chance. <laughs> so you see, attitude is all about perspective. And that's really what, uh, what we want to do. I want to be able to help you get the right perspective so that you can have the right attitude at all times. I think that this can help you in life. I believe that it'll help you gain success. So there's a scripture that, that always helps me. It's in Philippians chapter four, verse eight. And Paul says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. See, and that's what the attitude is all about. It's what are you feeding yourself? What are you thinking about? What is on your mind? What kind of things go into your mind? You know, I've always said, whatever you feed will grow. So the more negativity you feed yourself, you will see the glasses half empty. You won't be able to see it half full because of so much negativity that is coming. So feed yourself positivity, feed yourself facts, feed yourself good stuff. And the more positivity that comes in, the more you grow, the more you have a better attitude. The other day I was watching this video clip. I, I forget where it was, but it was Denzel Washington and he was surrounded by media and they asked him what, I think they asked him what his opinion was on media. And he said, if you don't read the newspaper, you are uninformed. And if you listen to the news, you're misinformed. His point was that the media has forgotten about facts, has forgotten about being truthful, and all they're chasing after is getting the number one rating. And when you are about ratings, oftentimes, I, you know, I agree with him, oftentimes you will give up your credibility because you'd rather be first with a report first with the news 
Whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter as long as it sells. And I have come to learn in my life that the news has become like a sideshow. It is to see who has the most uh, horrible <laughs> news. Forget about if it's true or if it's factual or anything like that. They just want you to be tuned in. You know, if you're watching some show or some sport event or whatever it may be that you may be watching on TV, you'll hear some commercial that says, tonight at 10, we have an exclusive story about the person that shot his mother or, you know, some something crazy like that. And because that type of story sells, unfortunately, that type of story is what people want to hear. When we, the audience, demand more from our newscasters, from the journalists, when we, the listeners, demand truth and facts and not opinions, then, you know, maybe then it'll change. I'm not sure, but maybe maybe it could change. I think right now a lot of things that are passing as news are opinions. And there's nothing wrong with opinions. Believe me, I, I have my own. As a matter of fact, you're listening to my podcast, and that is basically my opinions. So I, I have no problem with people sharing their opinions. My problem comes when people share their opinions and pass them as facts, as truth, as reality. And unfortunately, it seems that the news media has done that quite a bit and and it has scared a lot of people uh, we'll talk about this on another episode you know about the current pandemic that we're facing we'll we'll discuss that on another episode but the media is powerful so if you're just feeding yourself negativity the more you're watching the more emphasis you place on all of that then the more negative that you may become, you will see the world as a, as a horrible place because of what you're feeding yourself. So the, that text that I shared with you says, whatever is true, you know, that whatever is lovely, we have to learn to think about good stuff. And I'm certain, you know, it, it's not to say ignore the bad. What, what I'm saying with this is you have enough bad that happens in your life every day of your life. But I'm certain that you have a few things that happened that were good. If you have one thing all day that happened to you that was good, someone waved to you, someone smiled at you, someone allowed you to cut in traffic or whatever it may be, whatever that good thing is, think about that thing. And the more you think about it, the more you realize that the world is not as bad as it may seem. So, you know, getting back to what uh, actor uh, Denzel Washington said, if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. And if you watch the news, you're misinformed. Where are you getting your information? Are you being misinformed? Do you not get any information? Are you uninformed? So it is important that you find out if your source is a credible source. 
Are they credible? I'm not saying that family and friends aren't credible, but are they qualified? You know, right now we have a lot of people just speaking opinions, putting opinions all over social media, media, and that's what social media is for. And again, I'm not against that. I think it's wonderful that we have this uh, technology where we can express our feelings, our our emotions, our fears, our opinions, and every once in a while, I'll sprinkle some facts and some truth uh, in there. So I, I'm I'm okay with that. But if that is the source of your information, then you may not have all the information. So how much attention are you paying to that? And how much of that are you feeding yourself? I have a lot of conversations with friends uh, pretty much on a daily basis, either through text or phone calls or the such, you know, just people around me. I have a lot of conversations with them. And most of our conversations are basically our opinions about different subjects. We have different opinions on sports and what a good neighborhood is, what a good school is, uh, what a good uh, college education would be, what a good degree is, you know, do you need one? What good, what place has good tacos? <laughs> you know, the list goes on and on. But in reality, all of that is just our opinions. And if you are getting bent out of shape because of someone's opinions, then, you know, there, there's a big problem there because life is pretty much made up of people with a whole bunch of opinions. And so my advice, here's my two cents on that. And again, this is my opinion, just my advice. This is what I've done and this what I do all of the time. And it helps me is that when somebody doesn't agree with me, I just listen to them. I, I am learning more by listening. I don't have to disagree and get in a fight with anybody and prove that I am right or that they are right. That really being right among friends doesn't matter. If you want friends, show yourself a friend, show yourself friendly, be friendly to people, listen to them and uh, don't cut anybody off just because you don't agree with them. Don't go on social media and unfriend everybody that you don't agree with. If all you want are people around you that agree with you, then your world is going to be very small. Here a few years ago, close to four years ago, there was a lot of that going on. When President Trump was elected president, there was so much negativity going on. You know, again, some of that is is good is um, deserved but it was already done um, the election took place the voting took place and and people that on both sides were unfriending people who didn't agree with them and i just think that that's really having the wrong attitude so again I'm trying to help you have the right attitude in life. So what I'm saying is, where does your information come from? Because if your information comes from Facebook or YouTube or some other type of social media, then you really have to find out whether that's credible or not. You know, you have to consider the source. 
if the the healing or you know the I don't know, you know, what what could happen to you, you know, maybe you got sick and you have a, a family member that knew, a, had a friend that knew a doctor that specialized in this type of area, and now they're the specialist and diagnosing you. Consider the source. Understand that, you know, we're family and we're going to say things that maybe aren't aren't that factual. You know, so consider the source. Again, you know, the, if I'm giving you an opinion, I'm not saying that it is the truth, the ultimate truth or anything like that. When I do read something, I can tell you this is what I read. This is factual as far as what I read. So, you know, as I shared that text with you, whatever is true. So, you know, make sure that you're thinking about that. You know, focus on those things. Focus on what is true. Focus on what is good for you. You know, if you had a, a, a disagreement with a family member, maybe they like the color blue and you like the color red and you had a disagreement with them. And the more you think about it, the more upset you become because whatever you feed yourself will continue to grow. So if you want more success in your life, maybe change the attitude a bit. Maybe it's time for an adjustment. How, how do we do that? How, how do we get to have the right attitude when people are really just getting on our nerves and it'll happen. You know, you live long enough, it, you're going to meet a few people that really get on your nerves. I met a lot of them. I have been personally got on other people's nerves. So I think that if you live long enough, you're going to be the recipient of somebody getting on your nerves. And you're also going to be the one that gets on people's nerves. It's just life. It's what happens. But if you want success in life, it's, you know, I'm here, you know, thinking about how best to describe this. How do we get success? How do we achieve success? Because I think it's very difficult to define success. I believe that success is a moving target. Everybody has a different definition of what success is. You know, someone, someone's success for the day may be, I don't know, losing a pound. Someone else's measurement of success may be gaining a pound. We don't know people's situations. That's why it's very difficult to determine success. But whatever you see as success, you really need to have the right attitude for it. The better your attitude, the higher you're going to go. That that's that's my whole point. It's attitude for altitude. Your attitude does truly determine your altitude. So if you have a, a really bad attitude, you know people aren't going to want to be around you. But if you have a good attitude, you know people will be around you. People will get to know you. You get to know other people. And when you need something, it's good to know other people. But here's my Here's my diagnosis. <laughs> I just told you about not listening to uh, opinions as diagnosis, but he here's what I think, uh, how attitude is developed, how a lifestyle is developed. You know, I, I believe that everything begins with an idea, whatever that idea is, everything begins with an idea. The idea may be, 
I hate school. So the more you think about school, the more angry you become, the more agitated you become, the more depressed you become, the more unreasonable you become, whatever that idea is. So everything starts with an idea. And if the idea that you have in mind is good, then everything begins to change in you as well. So, you know, there's a, what I call the five stages to, to a lifestyle or a stronghold. It starts with an idea. Then what you, that idea that, that you have, you think about. The more you think about that idea, eventually you begin to speak that idea because whatever you think, you eventually speak. Whatever you speak is because you eventually believe. So anything that you speak becomes kind of like a, a factual thing, right? So you have this idea, this person is wrong, this person is evil. You think about how many ways that person is wrong and how many ways that person is evil. Then you begin to believe that that person is evil and you begin to enumerate instances of how that person was evil and wrong. And then you move to the next stage because whatever you you speak, you believe, and whatever you believe, you begin to act on. In other words, your beliefs eventually become your actions. So if you believe that person is evil, you unfriend them. If you believe that person is not good for you, you get rid of them. If you believe that person is evil or whatever it may be, you begin to speak against that person. You act on whatever you believe. And whatever you act out, eventually you become. So if you're acting out against people because you have this opinion of them or this image of them, eventually that becomes your lifestyle. And a lifestyle is very difficult to transform. But it is also somewhat simple to begin. Difficult to transform but simple enough to begin. It starts, once again, with an idea. And the idea that I want you to think about today is your thought process. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, not, not what you believe to be true, not what you believe to be noble, but the actual good stuff, Right. You know, getting back to that example, if you believe that person is evil and if you're thinking of that person as evil, you're thinking to yourself, well, that's that's the truth. You know, and, and once again, you can prove it, you know, by instances and the such. But how about asking other people how about getting others opinions? Maybe that person is not an evil person. Maybe that person has helped a lot of people out. And again, helping other people doesn't mean that they're the greatest, but maybe they're not as bad as you have made them out to be. Maybe the relationship with your spouse, with your husband or with your wife is not as bad as you think. Maybe the argument wasn't as valid as you thought it was. So whatever is true. 
find the truth in things, find the actual facts of things and think about that. You know, I've, I've had an opportunity, my wife and I have had an opportunity to do uh, marital counseling for, you know, hundreds of couples over the years. And when people come with us with, with problems, you know, we, one of the first questions I ask, and one of the questions that I ask both of them is, do you love him? Do you love her? And in most cases, they say, yeah, or yes. And in some cases, they say, well, I don't know anymore. And I said, you know, get rid of whatever problem you see right now. You know, think of him or think of her without all of them issues that you are using to determine whether you love that person or not. And when you remove every all of that, you get to the truth. And you'll find out, yes, I do love that person. I do love my wife. I do love my husband. So think about that. Don't think about the fact that he didn't throw the trash out, <laughs> that he threw his shoes and left the mess at the house. Don't think about the fact that he didn't compliment your new haircut or your nails or don't think about the fact that maybe she didn't acknowledge you as you walked in home from work or, you know, she didn't thank you for cutting the grass in the middle of the day and, you know, getting heat stroke from it or, you know, whatever it may be, whatever the situation, don't think about those things because the more you think of it, the more you think that it is constant. And if you're together, I'm sure that at some point, you guys expressed love and interest for each other. Some, somewhere along the line, you got off track. Either one or both of you got off track. And because of that, you're having some issues right now. And, and your attitude has changed. And now, because of that, the altitude of your relationship seems to be going south. Seems to be going lower and lower. You don't see a future anymore. But when you first saw each other, when you first married each other, and again, we've done a lot of premarital counseling as well. And one of the first questions I ask is, why do you want to marry him or her? And an immediate answer, you know, from both is, well, look at him or look at her. You know, he, he's so wonderful. He always listens to me. It makes me laugh and and always there for me. And, you know, he'll say something like, well, she's beautiful. And, you know, she listens to me. She laughs at my jokes. And, you know, fast forward a few years later, some kids that have come and, you know, some illnesses and some sicknesses and some challenges and the such. Same couple sitting in front of us. And, you know, what do you love each other? So well, I don't know. You know, he never listens to me. He, he always just gets on my nerves, gets me upset. And, and he'll say, well, you know, she's not the same person I married. Well, of course not. You guys, you've been together now for a few years and, and life happens. But whatever is true, I believe that at the, at the bottom of all of that, because oftentimes we just put junk on top of junk on top of junk. But if we look beyond that, we will see that we do have affection and love for one another and we realize you know all that stuff 
it passes. It, don't get into fights because the kids are sick. <laughs> kids get sick. Don't get into fights because you have bills. If you've ever bought anything, you're going to get bills. You know, those things couldn't be fixed. Eventually, your kids will grow up and move out and love somebody else more than they love you. And that's life. That's what needs to happen. That's what should happen anyways. And, you know, your bills, eventually, they'll go away too. You know, you'll have to be um, smarter and become a better steward of your resources. But it can happen, you know. But it all has to do with your attitude. What are you thinking about? And your attitude starts with what you're thinking about. That idea. If the idea is my marriage is over and all you think about is marriage is over, all your internet searches are about divorce and how to recognize when a marriage is over, and this is all you're doing, then you're going to have a very difficult time looking at what's good about your marriage. I'm certain that in each of your lives, those of you who are listening to me, you've had a measure of success. You've had some good memories. You've had some good events. And I'll venture to say that even today, you've had a good day. You've had something that happened to you that was good. Maybe you had a good dream. Maybe you woke up and you turned the water and it was right at the right temperature. Maybe you woke up and your husband had breakfast for you or a coffee or went out of his way and went and bought you a cup of coffee and brought it home before you, you woke up. Or, or, or maybe you woke up and your wife had a, a nice little breakfast for you, whatever it may be. I'm sure that something good has happened in your life. That is what you need to focus on. There will be a lot of things. Life is crazy. Life is crazy, and it'll, it'll throw some curveballs at you. It'll throw some fastballs at you. It'll throw some stuff at you that it will, you know, try to take you out. How you react to that is what determines whether you're going to move forward or not. And my hope that after you listen to the Attitude Zone, that, that you can start developing, you know, the right attitude. And again, I'm not saying that you have the wrong one. I'm just trying to help you maintain the good one, the right one. It starts with an idea that it, that idea becomes what you think about. So, you know, change what you think about. Whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is praiseworthy. You know, if if your husband, you know, gained a little too much weight, you know, think of the positive in that. Think of the right in that. Maybe it's because he loves the way you cook. So that may be the truth. and That may be the reason why he's gaining weight. Now, you could look and say, well, you know, he's just lazy and he just eats and eats and eats. And, you know, that's why he's gaining weight, which may also be true, but that won't help you. What you want to do is think about what is lovely, what is true, what is praiseworthy. So it may be that he loves your cooking so much that 
she gained a few pounds. His hair got gray because he gained wisdom. He went bald because it's the in look. Think about what is lovely, what is praiseworthy. Because that's really what begins to change everything in your life. Because your thoughts become your beliefs. Your beliefs become your speech. Your speech becomes your action. And your action becomes your lifestyle. And we all want to have good lives. And my hope is that your attitude would be such that you would reach great heights in your life, that you accomplish every goal that you have in life. But until next time, you have listened to The Attitude Zone. And once again, I am your host, Dr. J.G. Rod. You can reach me at the Attitude Zone at drjgrod.com. Once again, thank you so very much for listening. Please share this podcast with your friends and uh, encourage them to subscribe to my podcast. This is my second one, and I promise you things will get better. <laughs> But until then, we'll talk next week. Have a good day. Bye-bye.